Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, and you know what that means. It's the West Coast Popcast. Check us out as we've got some great segments for you. We're going to have a barrier push it. We've got Mount Rushmore. We've got Royal Rumble update. And of course, you know, we've got promo school. So kick back. Enjoy the show. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the West Coast Podcast. My name is Eric, and of course, I'm joined by the usual suspects. Zach, how are you doing? Yeah, my back hurts. It doesn't cold. matter how you're oh, doing. You little shit. I am the <laughs> champion of the world. I'm sorry, Zach. That was rude of me. How are you doing? No, 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 no. I'm going to take your title from you now because I was going to do a bit and you ruined it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm taking that title. Doc, uh, how about you? I'm good. Enjoy my Sunday, man. It doesn't matter because <laughs> I am the champion of the world. I can't let us walk into that. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a great show for you guys. <laughs> We've got a bunch of segments planned out. We've got a Royal Rumble update. You know what? Actually, let's get that out of the way right now. Let's talk about the Rumble. Uh, Zach, what have we got planned for it? All right. We're going to do a live stream of the Rumble through Zoom. So it is going to be a 20-second delay. But here's how it's going to work. You got three teams, got three guys here. You're going to choose which one of our teams you want to be on. So comment, hit us up on Instagram or whatever, and just say for, we're going to do two rounds, the men's rumble and the women's rumble. So each rumble, uh, pick a team. You want to be team knock, team Zach, or team jack off. Just let us know. <laughs> and then we are going to draw 10 numbers a piece. And um, we do the categories, you know, obviously the winner wins and uh, most eliminations wins and stuff like that. So we'll keep track of the numbers for us and uh, you'll be on one of our teams for the Rumbles. So let us know and live stream with us on Sunday. Yes, this Sunday coming up. That is correct. So uh, I think a few people already commented on past videos like uh, Tsunami and uh, a couple other people. So now, guys, just make sure you pick your team. We changed the way we did it. Yes. All right, we're going to start things off. We're going to go straight into this week in wrestling. Full disclosure, I have not watched anything this week, so you guys are going to have to educate me. What's going on on Monday Night Raw, Zach? <laughs> What's been going on on Monday Night Raw for the last <laughs> five, six weeks? That's, that's all that matters. We spend three hours to get to a cool finish again. Uh, Asuka and Bliss, very decent match, and they had a bunch of stuff happen where the lights went off and then Bliss changed and so forth. So cool character work. They got a title match uh, this Monday night now, so... Okay. Yeah, the Oscar Bliss stuff I did see that was really good stuff. I think Alexa's on top of the world right now. Mm-hmm. I got to give a shout to Ricochet, even though he lost, even though he's being treated like how he should not be. He had one of the, I think it's the best sell of the Styles Clash I've ever seen. It was yes. so good. That was cool. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen it, watch that highlight. Uh, Ricochet really commits to selling people's moves, and I commend him on that. And he does it so well, man. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep teasing the, her business breaking up, which they obviously shouldn't. I don't know why they're doing that. And the other takeaway no. is Mace beat Woods. I don't know if this is going towards a feud to where Kofi comes back and then has the the whole like trying to beat up the whiny Ali for taking his spot back when. But um, that's the only thing I can think of for this to be going anywhere. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to see. Yeah, I think that's the the rumor right now. That it is going to be Kofi and Ali. Um, the only thing that sucks, I don't know where that goes. And that's that's going to get the second match in the card. And that's not a great spot. No, I would love for it to open, but yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. But then again, um, is it in two nights of WrestleMania this year? They, yep. they could. They have some room oh, to, you know, oh yeah, you're do right. something with that match. 
That's true. Um, the other things I I hate when Woods is like the. I don't know what's a nice way to play. I hate when he gets beat up to like further a story. He's yeah, he's lot. the guy to take the damage, pretty much the bump guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, he's such a great wrestler. He deserves better than that. It's true. Um, but how's that Peyton Royce push? Uh, I'll, I'll say this: um, she did lose to Charlotte Flair, but it was a decent match, so she got to show off. And again, um, in one match, the women got more time than some organizations are putting on their whole program. Okay. That's good. That's that's a good matchup for her. Speaking of um, women's evolution, how horny was Lacey Evans for Ric Flair this week? Oh, gosh. Um, on a scale of drunk call, I would say send picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This might be the worst storyline of the year. I thought Lana Lashley was bad. <laughs> They've outdone themselves. Oh, man. Now, I forget Ric if I said it on the show. If this last week, or I just told you guys in the group chat, but like I was watching Raw or NXT this week, and then right after I seen a commercial, Lacey Evans had like some corn dog thing, and it was with her daughter. I was just like, "Come on, man! We know she has a family. What are you doing?" <laughs> oh my gosh! I just like Ric Flair called up Vince for a favor, like, "Hey, you got anybody I can do a creepy ass story <laughs> with?" <laughs> Uh, but that's that's enough raw. Let's get that shit out of here. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, disfigured like Randy Orton's face. <laughs> oh man. Uh knock. Did you happen to catch NXT this week? Yeah, NXT was a good show, man. Continuing the Dusty Rhodes classic. Uh I watched Gargano actually surprisingly him and Austin Theory lose to Kushida and Ruff. Kushida had a really nice pin combination to pin Gargano. I think he might take the belt from sooner than later. I saw Karrion Cross defeated. Ashanti the Adonis, is that how you say it? Ashanti the Adonis. Mm. He's that new move, the elbow to the back of the head, kind of like uh, reminds of how Osprey does his, but um, a little different variation. I think it, it fits Karrion. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor. They're prepping that matchup. Uh, good promo package from Pete Dunn. Now, I got to talk about this. So, Casey Catanzaro, she did this crazy ass move from the top rope. I don't know if she like messed up or anything. Whether she did it right or she messed up, this was amazing. Great move from her. As long as she can do it safely, I think she should continue to do that as a finisher. They got the win over Storm and Martinez, mm-hmm. which I was shocked. But they, they had, um, I think, Io ran in. So that gave him, like, the, the rub there. But good win from them, man. Um, hopefully they push on. Yeah, I hope so, too. I think they might be turning them heel, but I'm totally fine with that because they need something. But awesome finisher again from uh, Casey. Yeah there was some edge to them for sure in that match. And then during when Beth Phoenix announced it, they uh, pushed through. So, uh, Hey man, give them some edge, give them a push, let them do what they can do. And Timothy Thatcher actually tapped out Tommaso Ciampa in the main event. Um, what do you call that little, uh, that Brock Lesnar thing, the biggie's been doing the Brock lock or yeah, he did that. To, uh, yeah. He did that to Ciampa while he was stuck in the cage, man. So I thought it was a nice finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is this the fight pit or just a regular? Yeah, the fight pit. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty uh, damn cool. Damn, I'm going to have to go back and watch that then. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I could have sworn I saw an article. Aren't they Thatcher and Champa tag partners now for the Dusty yes, Classic? Yes, I, I was going to say that. So, yeah, they're tag teams, and they uh, they were on 205 Live, and they uh, got the victory over there. Dang. I was really hoping to see him, see that team go against Gargano and uh, Theory. But oh, that's, yeah. That's that would have been cool. That's really cool. That sounds a good episode. I might go back and, and watch that. I think they stole the night, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> dang. But we'll uh, get into it, that. 
Anything else from NXT? Uh, it was just solid. Really good. Sweet. All right. Let's change channels over to AEW Dynamite. Um, I will say the only thing I just watched on AEW's Facebook page was the main event, I believe. The Inner Circle tag match. And damn, they, they ran out of time on that, didn't they? Their timing was, was weird this episode, apparently. Yeah. Um, for me, the whole episode was a little weird, a little off. I think in every single match and segment, I felt um, some people just... It was a little sloppy. Um, still some good stuff in there, but not one of my favorite episodes of Dynamite. Dang. I made it through the first half. I didn't... Um, I, I thought chores were more important than watching the second half. Ouch. I will say I was glad um, Cody and um, Peter Avalon... Like, it started out like it was just going to be a quick match. Like, Cody Rhodes hits his um, crossroads in, like, the first few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh. I was excited to see Peter wrestle. I thought it was going to end. But it actually ended up being more of a match. Like, Peter got some of his moves in. He ended up doing his golden arch single Boston Crab. Um, so he looked good in the match. Uh, Cody, I-, I love that he does the uh, the cutter, the Cody cutter, man. <laughs> he does it from the, when he does it from the ropes, it looks amazing. But when he does the regular, like, Randy Orton jumping style, He's got to get some better forward that. No, no offense, brother, but that, that wasn't it. Um, There's one part in the beginning that I really liked. Uh, Hangman, after the end of their match, you know, got Johnny Hungy proposing. He said, you got to join us <laughs> on, on his <laughs> one knee. Christ. The good, the bad, the <laughs> and, uh, Hungy. Before Hangman says no, they had the celebration go off. They have the pyro, and then they have on the screen says, he said yes. And then Hangman says no. It's just a really <laughs> awkward moment. I thought it was hilarious. So I thought it was a good that. spot, but bad selling. I hate him so much. He's the worst thing on television. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. This motherfucker or that Call Me Cat show with Mind Bialik. I don't know which one is my hell, but one of them is my hell. Uh, one so, day, Zach, like, you're going to wake up and you're going to love the meat, man. <laughs> uh, let me let me just oh, say, the, the, the first half of the first hour threw me off and I almost stopped watching. It was um, the, the Cody-Peter Avalon match. That made me say, fuck yeah, this is what I like AEW for. And Moxley versus Nick Camarado. Um, after that, I had something to do, but then I didn't feel the need to go back just because I remembered how much I hate John Silver because he's just fucking awful. That was a good spot. That was a funny spot. He's just awful. Um, and then the Sting stuff with like, <laughs> I don't, you said it again, Eric, like one old guy comes out with a bat and all these thugs are scared of him. They all started talking about how street they were in a promo behind the stage. And it just <laughs> ridiculous to me um and then the bucks at kenny's house i don't know what the hell that was i don't know how it concluded but i didn't want to know and i didn't care to know i i need acting coaches over in aew i love too many of the guys over there and they're just cringy when it comes to the segments yeah that, that was my one thing uh that kenny segment like I, I liked the idea of it and the concept you know to go into his house he's not there um they but for 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 you um zach they beat up don Callis at the end of it Okay. I just I thought the acting like when Don was saying his stuff and they were like just listening in the room. I thought like they, they might need a little work there. That's not definitely not their strong suit. So they it, did it one thing better. that's yeah, it could have been. Uh they did one thing and then uh Nakazawa I think did it too. Um but Don Callis kept like saying stuff and saying stuff and saying stuff. And then one of the Jacksons um replied to one of the things he said, but it was like three or four things later that he replied to this other thing. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like a weird thing that um people that aren't good at improv do. And it's just, you know, it, I just want them to work at it because they're so you put them in the ring and their lights out every night. I just want that to go over to the behind the scenes stuff too. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they really should invest in acting coach for AEW. It worked wonders for Cody. And that was like, he got that in his WWE days. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's great now. I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah. That's a shame. Um, I don't think I'll be going back to that episode. Maybe we'll just pick and choose. Um, yeah. How did you guys? What was that? Um, Sammy and not Sammy, sorry, MJF and Jericho got the win. MJF yeah. pulled up Sammy. It was very, very uh, rushed for sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, from what I saw, there's some cool moments in there. Like it looked like a fun-ish match, but um, because didn't know, Wardlow get involved? I remember just like they rushed through that because they had shortened time. I think he got involved so that helped him win. Uh, yeah, I know he gave him the ring at one point. Sammy knocks him off the rope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you guys think about what's their name? Uh, Pride and Powerful not being the, the tag team, not winning this match. Okay, the fact that they're making a storyline, I'm fine with it because I think it's going to lead to something for them. But uh, when they were just like ignoring it kind of in the past like just having jericho tag with everyone oh we're gonna become tag champs with this person i was kind of like but you have a tag team use them i, I never liked that but mm-hmm. if it's making a story of it i think it's fine yeah yeah same. that's good because they they should do something because even in they that should, match, man they were the be- they were the best tag team yeah most cohesive they're they're accomplished as a tag team and they're former champs they've done it everywhere mm-hmm. so yeah all right we're going to go ahead over to Friday Night Smackdown, Zach, what's the word? Uh, the word is Roman. Roman. Yes. Roman. Uh, so good, but I, I love him so much, but seven minutes from start until Roman spoke. That is a legit <laughs> complaint. I, I can't stand that. That is just sick. Yeah. Like, it, it's annoying, but I'm fine with it because I know they're doing it on purpose to get you bad. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, it's heel work. <laughs> It is. It's JBL level kind of trolling. Yeah. Um, Oscar and Flair beat the Riot Squad. Uh, I, um, why am I blanking here? Um, they broke up with um, Billy. Yeah, K. Billy Kay. So, um, but again, Billy Kay just fucking killing it. Yep. So good. Um, yeah. I, you want to say something about her? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I thought like because she got in. She got um. So who was? It? I think Oscar rolled up Ruby. So Billy Kay was like, oh, let me go on the ropes and distract the ref. But then Ruby reversed it to pin. So she was distracting the ref. So Ruby couldn't get the pin. And they were pissed. So they mm-hmm. ended up losing. I'm just like, this, this is Billy Kay just doing like some, you know, some stuff here. And it's just, it's just great. Yeah. Like, she's killing it. Uh, Cesaro just, faced uh, Ziggler too in a match yes. that was really damn good. Uh, they're making Cesaro look really strong. He is. I'm, I'm not that. quite sure if he made that full face turn. He's kind of doing some. Like when he was talking to Daniel, it was kind of heelish a bit, but um, yeah, push him, man. I I can see him going for the IC belt very soon, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, uh, Sasha faced Reginald. Um, yes, it was, uh, just a little surprises here and there throughout the match, and I'm happy for it. Yeah, Reginald, man, um, he was doing a lot of cool stuff in here, man. I I he had to have been in a circus. He was flipping out the ring, doing some uh, flips everywhere, and all these rolls. It, it got a little sloppy at one point for the finish. But I really enjoyed this, and the way they did it, um, what should I say? Sasha looked like the dominant person. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Reginald's the guy, and he's a little bigger, but Sasha looked like she can legitimately beat him up. And I, I really enjoyed how they played that aspect of it. Yeah, he was a former Cirque du Soleil performer or something similar to that. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I didn't I didn't believe that the first week he Michael Cole called that because he did a back roll and Michael Cole like freaked the fuck out. And yeah, that's a basic thing. It's kind of fun, <laughs> yeah, okay, so so this time he did a back roll, and as he did the back roll, he flips outside the ropes into the ring to like avoid Sasha hitting him. So okay, he should have called cool. it. He should have made that call now. Not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I really liked, Sammy. So Sammy Zayn comes out and he handcuffs himself and protest to the barricade and just out there the whole show healing it up man awesome. he's in like every single entrance segment it, mm-hmm. it was great stuff from him he eventually gets involved in the biggie apollo cruz match so he's going to continue doing that storyline um obstacle course made bianca look strong as hell uh kind of fun yes. obstacles but bianca lifting up otis and I, they're gonna push the hell out of her and i'm happy about it they are yeah like part of me thinks they might end up being a tag team her and bailey but like this would be a big first win for her to get if they get her in like a pay-per-view coming up or a match coming up. So I'm yeah. excited for that. The only thing, like this is not even like a real complaint, but like, so she crosses up Bailey and makes her fall. I was just hoping like she would duck on Bailey. That's what I was all hoping for, but that's just like, that's just me. <laughs> it would have been a good visual. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, Corbin beat up Dom Mysterio and then um, Adam Pierce was set to face Paul Heyman throughout the whole show. And then, of course, they use his way of getting KO to replace him for Roman to replace Paul Heyman. And he got the shit kicked out of him. And then KO got um, put through a table and then watched Talking Smack because they do good work on there, which they kind of should put on the main show so people know what's going on. But really? KO whispered something to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman and him agreed on something. So we have to see where that goes. Okay. I mean, it's not like Smack. That was a damn good show. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, there's someone's gonna. Uh, there was two things actually. The first thing was um, back to Sami Zayn. I I love this this heel uh, whiner Sami Zayn persona we've gotten. Yeah. I, I find it hard. I, I don't know if I miss when he used to actually like a wrestler like a, as a face, or if I love this persona more. I love them both so much. He's such a great wrestler. I- I think I love this more, man. There's so much more to it. And I know he can still really wrestle. So, like, it's just more layers to him for me. True. And um, I forgot to mention this for AEW, but when you mentioned Ziggler, it came to my mind. Um, next week, Ziggler's brother is debuting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nickname it. Yeah. He has that match with, um, is it Spears? It's no, somebody. It's, he's, it's, oh, Hangman. It's Hangman. Like, hangman. Yeah. 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 So that should be cool. Yeah. I didn't know he wrestled. I, I knew he was like, I thought he was trying to get WWE. I could have sworn I saw like a series or, or a video where he was trying to get to the NXT, but mm. eh, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, Zach, any other, any other promotions you had your eye on? Uh, NXT UK, another solid show. Um, the main takeaway is Dragonoff uh, got a victory, but he's uh, they're doing a, a thing with his character where he just goes ham on someone and then kind of realizes that after he pins them, he's you know gone too far. So we'll see where that goes. Um, getting flashbacks to that Walter match, <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I messed him up. Uh, Rampage Brown took a win, Amir Jordan got a victory as well, and Kaylee Ray continues to dominate as their women's champ. Yes, so that was a good main event. Oh, That's nice. solid. All right. Anything from uh, Ring of Honor? Yes. Yeah, so in Ring of Honor, the foundation lost to Shane Taylor Promotions. They're also doing a thing where Shane Taylor Promotions um, was handed the the 
tag titles because of the travel restrictions going on right now. They declined that and said they want to win it the honorable way. So that was the main event. And then uh, another match, Josh, the Goods Woods defeated Dalton Castle. Two big takeaways from this match. Um, This was Dalton Castle's leap into free agent territory now. He is done with Ring of Honor. And the other takeaway is that we are in talks next month to have Josh Woods on the show. Yes, first interview. Too true. All thanks to Zach. Uh, so if you uh, like Josh Woods, if you have uh, questions for him, please shoot them our way. We'll read them on air. If you have questions about Ring of Honor, if you have questions about wrestling in general, you want to dig inside the mind of Josh Woods, shoot us questions because we can't wait to have him on the show. Yeah. Very sweet. All right. Any other promotions before we head on to news and rumors? Um, I think we're good moving on. The only thing I want to say is 205 Live had their first women's match with LeRae and Hartwell beating Dolan and Jade in the Women's Dusty Classic. So shout out to them. They're a good tag team together. Holy shit. I I did not realize there was no women matches on 205 Live in the past. Yeah. I just don't care about them enough. Um, That's pretty cool. Good thing for LeRae and her partner. (laughs) 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 Move on to... God damn. (laughs) We move on to uh, news and rumors. Uh, I think I have the least amount of news, so I'll go ahead and go first, and I'll pass it over to you guys. Um, The only thing I had lined up was, as I sloppily rushed to pull it up, NXT signs Lacey Ryan, Priscilla Kelly, and Cora Jade. Uh, they quickly they put they have their name as formerly known as so at some point they're going to change their names but expect to see them in NXT very soon. Okay. And yeah, kind of just a, not really a rumor it's kind of happening but Taker has some heat right now. <laughs> he did an interview where he called the product today soft. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. Um, um, he, he was with Joe Rogan on that podcast. And Rogan asked him, do you still watch? And Taker pretty much said, you know, it's just, it's different now. I think some of the guys don't have that edge. He said, he, he said it. He's like, I didn't know he's going to, he's going to get heat for this, but it's just a little too soft for him. It's too pretty, too, too, too much flash. Just not enough, uh, like, you know, so. Um, did you see the McIntyre response? I did not. He, I think maybe it was today. I could, he just responded, but uh, he basically said that, no, this is the most physical it's ever been. Uh we have real athletes here and pretty much just going against Taker. So I just wanted to ask you guys, do you agree with Taker? Do you think it's too pretty to not enough substance? What are your thoughts? I don't know if I'd say it's, I, I think it's too produced if you want to say yeah. that, but I mean, it was pretty produced back in his day too. Um, especially when he debuted, I mean, they're going for uh, edgier stuff and rougher looks when Raw went to USA. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's just pretty because it's just overproduced, you know, all the lasers, all the stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it is more physical now than it used to be. Yeah. Like on the surface, like I, I at first I kind of thought I knew what he was saying. But like then when I think about it, and I think about like the Walters and all these athletes, the hair, Drew McIntyre even. Um, Roman, it's very, very physical, man. Valor, These guys, Seth, Seth Rollins matches, man. Mm-hmm. The women's matches. When I look at the whole product, uh, it's very physical. The women's were women were never this physical back then. No. no yeah. 
Agree. So uh, I can see why he got heat for that. I I think like when Edge retired, he didn't say that. He said pretty much like he was just like kind of burnt out. He couldn't watch wrestling. It, it took him a while to get back to watch wrestling after he retired because he's been all he's done. Yeah. So I think that's where Undertaker is. I think he might be confused. I'm not confused, but like I think he just shouldn't watch it and get back to it later, you know? Yeah. I think he's lumping it in with that statement he said about the locker room. Um, yeah. Not being like, you know, rougher guys and stuff like that when people would carry like knives and stuff in their bag and people nowadays <laughs> are playing video games backstage. Yeah. I, I think yeah, he's that, confusing that maybe a little bit with the actual product. That's an excellent point. Um, yeah. Taker said a lot of stuff on that Rogan podcast I was going to get into. Um, one of the things like when he first started, he had found the guy, you know, like we you do. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, the guy offered, you know, 2000 bucks to pay. People came there, 2000 bucks. He said when he showed up to the guy's house, the guy was late. He was like, oh, this today's the wrestling thing? And he was butt-ass naked. And then when he finally got to train the people, all he, the guy did was beat them up, put them in headlocks, and try to make them quit. He already got their money. And he said after he'd done it and he survived, he's the only guy remaining there for like a few weeks after just getting beat up. The guy left. His house was empty, and he wasn't even there. <laughs> <sighs> I was like, God damn, really? <laughs> but, you know, eventually he found um, some other people and, you know, made it happen. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you got to be careful when you're looking for wrestling schools. Yeah. So that's the bad of it. But the good of it, I wanted to mention also because uh, there's a whole bunch of sides of wrestling. You know, you just got to find the good in it and find the right people because there are those people out there. Not It's not the whole business, but there are those people out there. The good of it was when he was in Texas trying to uh, make a name for himself there. He should up sat in uh, the Von Eric's office. They're building for WCCW uh, for months at a time, trying to get a shot. He finally did. He worked his ass off. That's when he finally got that Bruder Brody matches uh, bruiser Brody, his first match. And uh, bruiser said, Hey, you got to sign this kid, man. Even though he made a mistake and I beat him up in there. He uh, showed a lot of respect and that's just what it is, man. Got to be persistent. I think that. Well, now he's telling these stories now. Yeah, it is weird to see Taker giving an interview, but uh, he, he seems like a, a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? I'm going to pass it off to you. That was all the news I had. You got um, yeah, the other thing uh, Eric said, I already talked about um, Dolph Ziggler's brother debuting. I was going to mention that. Uh, Taya Valkyrie's done with Impact Wrestling. I hope AW snags her. They really need that centerpiece for the division for to bring in a new audience have that wrestling they have a lot of good girls but it, it, they just need like someone else i don't think hikaru shida the champ has a really good um opponent really lined up and she's the champion um as i'm saying all this oh revolution they already announced the first main event staying in darby allen versus brian cage and ricky starks that event did get a push back a few weeks moxley said he was open to he haven't talked to WWE. He's not hasn't closed it off. That's pretty much a typical wrestler thing. You gotta play both sides, but mm-hmm. I don't see him going back. Nah. And then uh Tony Khan, he had a, he did a podcast with Renee Young and her podcast. I give a good insight on the business interview. Um he said he still watches uh SmackDown Raw and NXT and um stuff like that. So it was cool to see from him and uh check out that podcast. Nice. Man, yeah. Poor guy watches Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh man how about you zach what's going on 
All right. Like Max said, Revolution did get pushed back. It's going to be on March 7th. That is going to be their first Sunday pay-per-view. Um, also, Roman said in an interview that new music is coming for him. The Superstar Spectacular is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, if you want to check that out, they are hoping to make that a weekly thing. Um, we'll see how it looks. And NBC is shutting down NBC Sports Network uh, oh, yeah. cable station. So a lot of stuff might be going to USA, like the NHL and NASCAR. So NBC SN's Wednesday night hockey could take out NXT and NXT's contract with USA is up, I believe in September or October, October, October. Okay. So, um, the Wednesday night, uh, slap fest, it's not a war. Uh, unless you want to say something on TV, please do. I'd love a war between these two. Um, that might go away. Um, what else we got here? AEW filed a trademark battle of the belts. So uh, we could see impact AEW, AAA, NWA, and who knows who else to battle for it. Oh, the original, man. the original um, had belts from NWA and AWA uh, on that show. So that could be a huge pay-per-view if AEW yeah. gets that going. Um, FS1 backstage is going to be back for one night uh, this Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to feature Renee, Booker, and Paige. So that should be a fun show. And also uh, in news no one probably cares about, uh, Val Venus quit Twitter and got thrown off other platforms because he's uh, he's something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't need that. I don't care about that, man. All right. Well, then that's all. <laughs> um, I did have a few more things, actually, um, speaking of WWE. So Jason Jordan is trying to get back in the ring, man. He's training, and I really hope he makes that return. He, he, I don't know. The way he went out was uh, kind of sad, you know. So Jason Jordan is making that return. Oh, man, I just had something else. I can't think of it, but, you know, we're just going to move on then. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Jason Jordan, uh, FTR is trying. They, they sent out a tweet saying they would love for him to sign with AEW when his contract is done, um, which I would love. He he would be legit over there. He would. Ah, Will Hobbs. So when he was first coming up with oh, AEW, yeah. WWE tried to reach out to him because he had a, he had a training. Uh, he did a tryout with them, I guess, four years ago, whatever. They hadn't heard nothing back from them. Now that he was at AEW, they said, hey, man, uh, we're interested in you. He said, fuck no, fuck you guys. Straight up. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was funny, man. Uh, so credit to him, you know, knowing his worth and knowing they're just trying to do with you know, steal from the company, steal from because he's something going AW. Private parties now the number one contenders for the Impact Tag Team titles. I don't think they'll win it, but I hope they do. <laughs> that would be something. It would. That would be pretty cool. It reminds me of like when um, the Street Profits went down to Evolve and became their tag champions. I think it'd be yeah. a good learning experience. It really Even would. Impact is a lot bigger than Evolve, but. Yeah, and Impact has lost, uh, you know, a tag team, you know, the big tag team, the North, and um, Alex Shelley's still in the wind with a, I don't know if it's like COVID related or anything, but you know, with the Motor City Machine Guns, so it'd be cool to have them down there as champs. Yeah, he he says it's not COVID related, but it might just be travel or something. So who knows? Yeah. All right, um, I believe that's all the news we've got. Let's yeah. You guys have all right. Well, then let's move on to the first non-news segment of the day knock uh you've got to push or shove first. yeah push or shove real quick man uh again a lot going on wrestling thought i'd bring back this segment first one of the day paul and roman are a better duo than paul and brock i'm gonna say paul and brock is better because i love what roman's doing i could but i could see him doing it without paul Heyman. 
Um, Paul Heyman did something very good uh, with Roman this uh, Friday on SmackDown. It looked like Roman was um, trying to figure out what he's going to say next. And then Paul kind of just said, tell him why. Uh, I forgot the, the exact thing, but he prompted Roman to go in the right direction for the promo. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. And it was kind of like a kind of like an improv thing I learned at Second City. So it was it was, it was really cool to see. Uh whereas he was with Brock, it was just him towards the end, especially just repeating the same garbage over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like Ro- Roman has given him more of a relationship back and forth, and Brock was just there to stay at it. Paul would do his spiel. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I like Paul and Roman a lot better now. I thought at first too, like Paul was just there and Roman was doing his thing, but it, it definitely uh, good relationship for both. Mm-hmm. Next, push or shove. Bianca and Bailey have the best feud in women's wrestling right now. I'm racking my brain trying to think. Uh, what's going on NXT right now? I think it's kind of like an EO with uh, Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez a bit, but nothing really there. I. Yeah, I'll give it to them. Uh, when the alternative is Lacey Evans, when the fuck look for Carmella and Sasha is pretty good, actually, especially the way yeah. they're involved. But I'll, I'll say push to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, push or shove. WWE will be more open to intergender matches after Sasha no. versus Reginald. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I bit my tongue when, you, when you're talking about it. They only do intergender matches when it's a small guy and it's a really popular face moment. Like, it's not like Johnny Gargano versus Candice LeRae or yeah. Kevin Owens. Like, it, those aren't real intergender matches. They're just little, yeah. like, let's make fun of the fact that small guys going to get beat by a woman. That, that's true. Um, I think I, Reginald just grew on me, man. He really shined. But uh, real quick, for the fans, like check out if you want to see some good intergender matches. Uh, recently, Will Ospreay versus B Priestley last year was really good, or Brian Cage versus Tessa Blanchard. Um, oh, another yeah. push or shove the inner circle has run its course, yes, yeah, it has. Yeah, um, I think at this point, I, I could see Jericho going face, or maybe MJF takes over the group or something, but something has to change drastically. Uh, Cody's theme song, Push or Shove, is better than the original. You mean with the, the Snoop Dogg version? The, the Snoop Dogg remix is better than the original. Is he still using it? Yeah. Oh, I I like the original better. I, I mean, I, I I love the Snoop Dogg, but I really prefer the original week to week. Yeah. I would prefer the Snoop Dogg one week to week and cut the intro, the long ass intro, and then oh, yeah, yeah. that's what I do week to week, and then I'd have the original with the intro at uh, pay per views or big matches. Yeah, that's my thing with like the week to week with the intro than the Snoop Dogg one. I think it's a weird, a weirder uh, transition to go to the Snoop Dogg one after that intro. But uh, I like it a lot, man. Yeah. Um, that is push or shove for this week. Nice. All right. Very nice. All right, Zach. Um, what have you got for us today, man? All right, we're going to play a little Mount Rushmore game here. So Serena Deeb had uh, a little interview on AEW Unstricted. Um, oh, yeah. Un- excuse me, Unrestricted. AEW Unrestricted, where she named her Mount Rushmore as Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, and Eddie Guerrero. Fantastic choices, by the way. I see that all in her game, too. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, just respectable workers all around and the best of the best, pretty much. Um, 
So we're going to do it with some categories. I, I think we'll, instead of all of us giving all of ours and, you know, dragging the segment out for 40 minutes, I'll just run down the list and we'll just build four together. All right. All right. Okay. So our first one, our Mount Rushmore, who do we think of or who do we love when we think of WCW? I got to have Booker T on there. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say that. Um, I got to say Sting. Yes. Yeah. That was my next one. Um, for me, I... I Go ahead. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. You got it. Uh, I was going to say, I hate him with a passion, but I can't look at WCW without thinking of Goldberg. Uh, that's a mixed bag for me, because I, I see your point. I mean, because if, if he doesn't go there, I completely understand, because I can't stand him. Um, but for some reason, like, maybe it's because WWE has been like pushing that narrative so hard recently. Yeah. He's in my mind uh, with WCW. Yeah, Zach, what do you say, man? I, I, I don't know let, about this let, Can we think of a different one? <laughs> All right, okay. I was going to say, Thank you. I was gonna say we have to go through like a cruiserweight. It has to be one of those cruiserweights. Okay, okay. yes, yeah. Um, I'd honestly say Dean Malenko. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, three. Trying to think of someone like before. Um, do you? Thunder even started. <sighs> This is gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be over two, but I was thinking Ric Flair. But no, totally. Yeah, I, I think I don't think you can miss out Ric Flair. He had some great promos there and some good stuff there. Yeah, I definitely give yeah. that to Rick. All right, there's our four. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, WWF, not WWE. So this can go up to like just after the Attitude Era ended. Yeah. Okay. Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I had to have The Rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got to put Taker on there. Yeah. And of course, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Nah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, man. I'm sorry. But I will super kick him with that man, Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, uh, we'll leave man. it to you, Eric. Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Ooh. Damn, that's a tough one. I- I'm going to say Shawn. Yeah, tough, I guess man. I have to go Shawn. Yeah. I feel like the correct answer is Brett, but I'm going to say Sean because I just love Sean more. So we said Sean, Taker, Rock, and Stone Cold? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's hard to leave Brett Hart off a list, man. I, I mean, damn, yeah, that really is hard. You know, if we're constructing it, this one gets five. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. Um, Let's go to AEW. So far, who do you see as the four in AEW? I think Cody's the given. Damn straight. Yeah. Um, it's hard not to put any of the like the um the core like the evps like cody kenny and the bucks but off of what they've done i think you got to put moxley too yeah yeah i'd agree with that he was he was a champ like there's people who hold the belts but like in wwe he held the belt but here he was like the champ yeah yeah i put tony khan up there but man um I'm I'm good not looking at that mug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny said X. I know you guys are real quick. You guys were making fun of him how he dressed in those uh, impact things. He said he didn't have a change of clothes when he drove up there, so he got some sh- clothes from Tony Schiavone. I love Tony Khan as a person. Just like <laughs> I, I really do. Um, yeah. Uh, um. So we Gosh. said Moxley, we said Cody. Cody. Do you put Jericho there? I think so. I think he, I mean, as much as like we say, he needs, the worst thing that happened to the inner circle, why they kind of need to go away now is because COVID didn't allow Jericho to go on tour. 
So we yeah. got too much Jericho. Yeah, that's true. He's supposed to go away for a little bit and then we come back to him. Yeah. But I mean, he's a leader. He's fantastic in the ring. He's yeah. uh, He was good on commentary. Um, he's catchphrases for days and he's yes. helping younger talent. Yeah, I think you got to put him there, man. Give him his thank you. Yep. One spot left. Uh, Marco? Nah, man. <laughs> Throw a pebble uh, up there. <laughs> I, I got to go Omega. I got to go Omega. I know it's all their world champs, but uh, that's that's for me. I mean, that's a good that's that's, that's a good list to be on if you're world champs are that prestigious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was gonna say either Omega. I guess Darby Allen might be too young. He might be he's still a rookie. But... I wouldn't put him up there yet. I, I think yeah, a couple years to go on that. I'm fine with Omega. Okay. Um, let's switch gears for a little bit here. Let's go rappers. Ooh. Okay. Oh man. Um, Charles Gambino. Let's talk WWE rappers, like wrestling rappers. Oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 no! I was gonna say, and some of those are definitely not going up there. Okay. Uh, I really like Gambino, man. He, he he's very versatile. Okay, you can put him on there. But uh, I don't think I'd put him in mind, but I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I I like that. I'm gonna go with Ice Cube for mine. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go J Cole. Um, I will nominate Andre 3000 for that last spot, just because uh, gorillas do your thing. The man just yeah. does a straight rap for like ten minutes. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, you look at people's catalogs. I mean, it's. It's the stuff like that you're talking about with Andre is stuff that I uh, think of and the stuff with like um, Buster Rhymes and Ludacris too, like two totally underrated rappers when you look at the whole picture. That's yeah. true. I'm, I'm going to give it to you, Zach. Uh, Eric put Andre 3000. I'm going to put Pac. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Oh, man. There's just so many rappers, man. Uh, yeah. Um, Pac's still so good. I yeah. Yes, I'm old, but I whip out his CDs even these days. So. He, he's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to wrestling. ECW, Mount Rushmore. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. 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 I think I have to go Sabu. I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does Taz make the list? I- I'm not nominating him because I'm not the hugest fan of his, but. Uh, yeah, he totally makes the list. Okay. I mean, if if it- he's in the running, if you guys want to put him on there. Yeah, we can put him in a running. Um, would the, the Dudley Boys count as one? Would you count oh, him as one? That's one. I think I have to put him there, honestly. I'll put the Dudleys there, too. Okay. There's a lot of guys in ECW, man. I know. RVD, Sandman. The Raven. Paul Heyman himself, Raven. Oh, if, if Paul Heyman can go on there, I might have to put him. That's true. Even if uh, some of the stories I hear about him in those days were... Yeah, not, not <laughs> I don't know. I, I see him being under, but like just for like wrestlers, period. Uh, yeah. So we think? locked in Tommy Dreamer. He's yeah, locked in. He's he's locked in. Yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. WWE is gonna bring back ECW again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Tommy Dreamer. I'm going Sabu, man. I, I loved his stuff. Yeah. 
The Sandman? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I could see Sandman I'll a little bit. Sandman. Uh, when he worked crowds, when he came down to enter Sandman, the everyone lit the fuck up coming through the crowd with the beer smashing them. I, I was going to uh, say. So good. I don't know if he started that, but he was one of the first I seen come through the crowd like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Dudley's. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do cartoons you grew up with. Oof. Avatar Last Airbender. Yep. That's the, that's on there. Okay. That's right in the center. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go animated X-Men. Easily. One of the greatest intros ever. I love that deep song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, man. I go back and forth between Batman and Spider-Man. I think Batman is, was the better show. So I'm actually binge watching Spider-Man now. Um, yeah. I'm like almost ha- to the halfway point of the whole series. Um, the thing I'll give Batman over Spider-Man, it's more controlled. And uh, it seems like the Spider-Man animation skips frames. Mm, yeah. I mean, I love it, but I, I, I put Batman over Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I might have to not my Batman there, man. That, just everything. Um. So let me let me ask you guys: Do you put Batman over over Justice League, or Justice League on the move? So uh, I never watched Justice League. That was um, it's the same Batman though. It's the same. Uh, they see it's the same continuity. Yeah. So that's why I didn't like the Superman animated. It wasn't as cool as the Batman when it didn't work exactly, but it was the same formula. I. I think if you, I, I recommend you go back and watch Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. I think that don't get me the, wrong, I love those. Those are my top. Like those were amazing. Um, yeah. If we can count it as one, I, I can't debate either or because it's like it's the same character. Like it's uh, he he levels up in that same way. Um, because I'm pretty sure he started. They had their own like animated universe. Like he started that, and it was Superman. And then they had the Green, uh, not Green Lantern. They had Batman Beyond and uh, Static Shock in that. Yeah, all yeah. same universe, man. And that was that was it to me. Like w- you couldn't tell me nothing about nothing with that. Which I mean, you talk about like DC, like ex- like film universe, all that. Like that yeah. was actually the first like that was great. Why yeah. didn't you steal that blueprint? Because that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to put for the last one, Eric? Uh, fuck, I, I'll, I'll pass it to you guys because I. I can, can, I say this? can we just dominate the whole that whole Let's animated that. universe? Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Eric's, Eric's too busy that. going through his hentai catalog, so we'll just. <laughs> First of all, hentai. <laughs> I don't pronounce it. I just click on it. All right, let's go to let's go to wrestling tag teams. Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Okay, this is faster. Hardy's. Yeah, Hardy's yep. for sure. Bucks. Um, Bucks. Yep. Do you put Team Three D? Or Dudley's Yeah, I could see it. We can put him up there. I don't know if we'll lock it in. Okay. We can put him up there. Um, the do you put the Rockers, Marty, and the and Sean? I, I think you have to. Like you see their game everywhere. Everyone, you know, uses use that. I do, but I think like the Heart Foundation or Demolition was better. Oh, you are absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go Heart, Heart Foundation, Foundation if we're gonna do that. I'll, cool. I'll pick them. All right, that's tag teams. Uh, I got three left here. Let's do um, television sitcoms. So live audience and um, comedy. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to throw one out there from uh, the 90s. I'm going to go Martin. Ah, that's one of mine, yes. Thank you, <laughs> nice. BT, for playing 90 episodes tonight. <laughs> you keep me up way too late. Oh, man. Great um, stuff. I will say 
uh, family matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all in the family. Oh, very good. Eric, I got to give you some uh, admiration here. Last week when we were talking about WandaVision, you said that you watched the Dick Van Dyke show. I love that. Yeah, uh, I believe Pluto actually still shows some. You catch it at the right time. Catch yeah. some episodes. And then one of the local stations plays it every Sunday night. So tonight I'll be watching back-to-back episodes of that. Then Alfred Hitchcock presents. Oh, nice. Um, one more, huh? Mm-hmm. So just to to check, is it it's multicam or it's it's can it be single cam, no audience? Um, I was thinking multicam. Okay. What would you have in mind? Yeah, I was curious what you're gonna say. Just just because it's become my new obsession, and I've rewatched it a thousand times already. Community. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, we, we give them the nod. Maybe, maybe a separate list for that. Yeah, but that's okay. That, yeah. I'm getting into that. that. That's that's Donald Glover, right? That's his show. That's the one he was yeah. on. Yeah, that that show is amazing. It's cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy and Abed are in morning. <laughs> yep, and the ultimate Beetlejuice gag. Oh my god! Thank you for pointing that out to me. Let's go two more here. Let's go video game franchises. Uncharted. I'll agree to that. Yeah. Uh, damn. I wanted to say Halo, but the last few games have really hurt them. If you want to put Halo, I'm willing to ignore four and five because the Halo trilogy, I, I can play that with a buddy all day. Yeah, to this day, I can still play. Not even like the remastered version, like the original. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd put Halo up there. Okay. I wouldn't be mad at that. Okay. Grand uh, uh, Theft Auto series. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's still waiting on a game. It's been eight years, Rockstar. <laughs> this, this still making money on five. five. Still yeah. milking five. They're still making shit ton of money. All right, we got one more spot. Uh. So many games, man. Mario. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just All right. Last one. Celebs in wrestling. Mm, okay. Um, she was number one on my list. Cindy Lop. I, even when I was doing the damn list, I couldn't remember her last name. Lopner or Lopper? Lopper. Cindy Lopper. Yeah. Thank you. Totally. Uh, I'll go Mike. All right. That, that works. Uh, I, he's not going on the list. But I give him props, Stephen Amell. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. I'll put him and Hugh Jackman in the same list. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't seen Stephen uh, again in AEW. Uh, he's um, working on a show right now, so I mean they they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. He's doing some yeah. funny stuff with uh. I don't know if you guys remember Steelers uh defensive end James Harrison. He's, he looks like he's gonna be on the show. Oh nice. He's always like I, posting videos with him. I just got to the point in Arrow where spoilers, Arrow is in jail, and it's just Cody just there with him saying Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Cody, man, maybe a few more acting lessons, but he's good. Uh, I like I liked him in the show. He fit that show, the comic book era of that. Uh, shout out to Michael J. White. He killed it in that jail stuff, man. You're gonna love that if you haven't got oh, to yeah. it yet. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, I haven't seen it, but if you just quick side note, dig into the Supermax Green Arrow comic. Okay. I think that's what they're trying to go for. And ultimately, that was a script that was rejected um, to make into a movie. And it's just awesome. Wow. Nice. I had no idea that was actually based off anything. 
That's awesome. Um, well, at this point, what is redemption? David Arquette. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say him, but I was going to save him for last just to let you guys know that you should totally watch that movie and then check out something that we got coming out this week on the channel, reviewing it. Yes, we're putting a review yeah. out this week, so check it out. You cannot kill um, David Arquette. Yeah. Shout out to that man, Snoop Dogg, for that splash, man. Still enjoying it, but uh, <laughs> didn't make the cut. Uh, I'm Maybe. Because I, I was going to say Mr. T. The same reason as Cindy. Not uh, as much as Cindy, but yeah, she, yeah. he did yeah. make WrestleMania one. Yeah, I'd, I'd go for Mr. T. I'm okay with that. All right. Well, those are our Mount Rushmore's. All right. Let us know yours down in the comments. Yeah, I, I dig that. That was a good segment. Um, actually, a great transition because we talked about our, our, our rappers, the shows we grew up with. Um, I just kind of want to kind of keep talking about our interests and maybe also spread some some love to things that we enjoy. So I'm going to ask you guys, do you guys have any YouTube channels or podcasts that you enjoy listening to that you want to recommend to our listeners? Um, I'll, I'll start off by giving a YouTube channel that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I want to go to New York just for the hopes of somehow working with these people. Subway Mania. Um they before quarantine they would do wrestling shows dressed up as legends. Oh yeah, I've seen this video. Um, they have a whole whole like basically series about it. Uh, they did like a fail four way hell in a cell in like a uh, a public park. Like they get very creative. I highly recommend you guys check it out. It's a great great channel. That's cool. I when you said Subway Mania, I thought it was going to be like a prison camp for Jared Fogel taking footlongs all day. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Um, it's really cool, and like there's this one weird like, one dude who plays the referee, and I don't know if he's actually got training, but when he takes a bump on like a subway floor, just like the ground in general, it's like he's trying to go through the floor, so it's just great to see. Um, how about you, Nock? You got any YouTube channels or podcasts? Yeah, like uh, for podcasts, this is one, um, All the Smoke, uh, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, uh, former basketball players, interview a whole bunch of basketball guys. I think it's really good to see their side because you know the media kind of tries to control the narrative so it's good to see that um rdc world they do a whole bunch of skits i don't know if you've seen like the lebron james skits or they do like anime house or some hood airbender stuff there's really good uh channel from rdc world uh, so those two i really like nice how about you zach um i usually just watch like random slow or not slow stuff a uh, smaller uh clip videos um there's a a channel called the LFR family. There's three members of the family on there, but um, the dad is the guy I watch. He does like a reaction videos a lot and he does a lot of stuff from back when I was uh, growing up. So it's kind of fun to see younger people react to stuff that I grew up watching. I dig that. And then um, <laughs> Hasbro has a channel that they play a lot of uh, GI Joe episodes live. So if I got time to oh, kill, really? just click on that. That is really cool. I actually might check it out. Awesome. Um, there was one podcast I forgot to mention um, called If I Were You, starring Jake and Amir. Uh, funny ass advice podcast. Uh, so funny and so good that before this podcast, I did want to do an advice podcast with someone. It just fell through. So hopefully someday I will actually get to do that. But mm -hmm. check it out. It is very funny. And I think I steal a lot of my, my humor from them. Mm. <laughs> nice. All right. Anything um, else I you guys will? I do watch Wrestling Inc.'s um 
podcast sometimes uh, as they go over stuff uh, of the week, like Raw and all the shows. Um, it's cool because they have Matt, Mo- excuse me, Matt Morgan on um, and just like the basic crew that they oh, have. Yeah. Raj is on there. He breaks a lot of the news that we and everyone else in the wrestling community get. So shout out to him. Um, really fun thing. The only thing sometimes I don't finish the episodes because a lot of them are well over an hour talking about a show that I just spent like raw three hours watching. So yeah, that's where speed check has the edge. <laughs> just speed on by. All right. How about you knocking anything? Any last, uh, promotions? Um, yeah, like up, up, down, down. Still cool. There's a few like random, uh, gaming channels I watch, but, uh, that's pretty much it on YouTube. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, you got to know our interests, what we like. I'm going to go ahead and believe you have another segment for us, Knock, before we get to promo school. Oh, no, that was it. We uh, we covered everything, the rumble oh, and stuff. All right. Then let's hit the promo school. Zach, what you got for us? All right. Today in promo school, we are going to dissect breaking up with something. When you break up with someone, you want it to be amicable. Um you still want to feel that, you know, maybe six months down the line, you can give them that Lacey Evans drunk night booty call. Uh, <laughs> you know, so we just want to do kind of like you know, tag teams break up. We talked about the Rockers a couple of weeks back and, you know, um, Marty Jannetty going through the barbershop window. So you don't want to break up like that, obviously. So basically today we're going to break up with Raw. Um, we want it to be amicable because we love so many of the, of the people on that roster. Again, yes. so much talent on that damn roster. It's just everything backstage is such a mess and we still want to feel like we can make that booty call because you know what? I do want to call you up the night after WrestleMania. You know, there are certain raws I don't want to miss. So if you can in 30 to 60 seconds, do a nice breakup with raw because I know uh, not too many people are watching raw like they used to. Nope. Oh God. No. Like, you know, it's gained a little bit of weight. It's uh, it's getting lazy. (laughs) As, uh, as, as someone gonna... who's going through that I take offense to that <laughs> alright I'll, uh, I'll kick it off here All right. Monday Night Raw um, like Zach said you gain a little weight you gain another hour you have my favorite wrestler on your show AJ Styles and you still can't draw me in anymore I don't care I've moved on I've been texting someone else Smackdown AEW, got a lot of shows on my list here, and I'm sorry, but you don't, you're not worth my time and energy anymore. Maybe one day after WrestleMania or sometime around the Rumble, maybe you get exciting, but I'll give you that, uh, that toxic male relationship text. Hey, how you doing? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. But until then, Raw, it's over. Very nice. You're still okay. gonna check up on him on uh, social media, aren't you? Still follow the they doing. Maybe ghost like photo. <laughs> All right, Eric. Whenever you're ready. Okay. <clears throat> it's so hard to say goodbye. Sup, boo? I know you're still trying to make this work, but. I gotta be honest with you. I've been seeing somebody else. Every Wednesday night, AEW just calls to me, girl. But I need you to know this isn't about me. This is all you. You've gotten lazy. 
And you know I love lazy. There's nothing I love more than sitting on the couch watching you for three hours, but you're just not good to me anymore. And we had some good times. You gave me 10 solid years of John Cena. And I love you for that. <laughs> but when you got Hulk Hogan coming out here, running the damn show and Ric Flair acting like Raw is his own personal Tinder, I'm sorry. But I'm going to be I'm going to be texting Tony Khan from now on. There you go. <laughs> In the middle part, you sounded like Usher with confessions. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you even played him some boys to men. You're so kind in your breakups. Uh, uh, very nice job. Again, these guys don't know what's going on in every promo school. So nice improv job, you guys. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, man. That's been promo school. This has been the West Coast Podcast. with our damn good show. Any last words before we get out of here? Uh, shout out to Zach for procuring talent, man. Uh, <laughs> that's the man. We, um, we got a whole bunch of videos coming for you guys. I uh, got another review coming this week. Um, do we talk about the live video? Um, oh, yeah, so you go ahead. Okay, well, we didn't talk about it yet, but um, because we do want to do a live reactions, I suppose, to the Royal Rumble, we are going to be testing out a live video, a live pop talk. Yes, coming Wednesday. Pop Talk returns. So please, please, please help us in our test by watching us talk about the pop culture news. And uh, speed check this week. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it because I've got a PS5 coming tomorrow. So that's <laughs> welcome to the club, man. <laughs> uh, I will try and do Raw tomorrow. I, um, I had reasons I couldn't do it last week. I will try to at least do Raw tomorrow. But. For someone who's delayed the tier list since the day he got the PS5, consider speed check delayed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, without further ado, Zach, where can they find us? They can find us this week reviewing You Cannot Kill, David Arquette. Watch this movie this week and find us wa- uh, reviewing this movie on our YouTube channel. It's free on Hulu right now. And I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Have a great week, everyone. We're going to drop some science on your weak asses. Have you ever seen the movie Titanic? He is nothing like that. <laughs>